now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Big week for Captain Dennis uh, because his engine from Pinnacle Aircraft Engines has arrived. His overhauled engine is complete. It has been delivered. It's uh, Is it still in a box in your hangar or what? There, well, it, uh, the box came, but it, it, in less than five minutes, my son and I had the lid off the box so of we course. could admire it. Right. Uh, but it, at least now it's within eight feet of the airplane for the first time in, what, about four or five months. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you know, it's, we're, we're getting closer. There you go. Yeah. Are you going to set up like a GoPro, uh, you know, uh, slow motion cam or, you know, still cam? You ought to do that. I, I actually am planning on doing it. The GoPro was out there when we got the delivery, so mm-hmm. I'm going to maybe try to do a little time lapse of it coming right. off of the uh, the truck. Although the guy spent less than five minutes uh, from the time that he opened the roll up door till he was uh, out back out my door, so didn't take him long to drop it off. He just wanted to get rid of this thing off his truck and let you have at it. Yep, exactly. And okay. then I couldn't wait. Just like a kid at Christmas, I wasn't waiting. Uh, my son Austin comes out into the hangar and is like, hang on, I need your help. And uh, I'd already pulled the bolts. And so the two of us lifted the lid off and proceeded to admire the handiwork yeah. again. And you're like, ooh, it looks like my engine. Yep, it does. And well, then I got to pull out the old parts. And so we were comparing notes. It's the first time he's seen the uh, the actual damage from the engine other than on the pictures. Yeah. So we were, you know, looking at the old camshaft and seeing how worn those intake uh, lobes were on the cam and some of that kind of stuff. So it was, you know, really good to just know that it's here. Finally. Well, of course. Yeah. But, but you're saying the old parts, Pinnacle had set them in the box as well so you could see what they had replaced. Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of them while I was up there, but, the, the, you know, good conversation pieces. But, you know, instead of just throwing it in a scrap bin, it's like I have this, you know, now that I can share with other people. And, hey, this is what will happen. You know, be be aware. And, hey, it looks makes good wall art, right? Well, it's pilots. that. You're talking about making your uh, piston cams into, like, what, koozies or something or drink holders or <laughs> cigar ashtrays. Okay. There's that. Yes. Uh, Not that I smoke cigars, but several other people do, so I thought it'd be a nice gift for them. Right. You repurpose those parts, turn them into something that aviators might find uh, useful, and uh, ashtray might work. That might be one of many. If you got some ideas, feel free to share them with us at info at justplainradio.com. So you have, uh, what, some camshafts, well, then the the pistons themselves, a whole bunch of Little odds and ends, I guess, right? Even here in the shop, I I brought these with me on the airplane, but I have two of the lifters that actually open the valves. Um, You know, these are the pieces that rub up against the camshaft. Right. 
And so I have those sitting here and I mean, they're kind of decorative. They're nice little paperweights, but it's also kind of scary when you look at it. One of them's perfectly smooth and flat. and The mm-hmm. other one is cratered and pitted and you can actually see how it's kind of scooped out in the middle. And, you know, yeah. it really goes to show how much damage that can do over time with that corrosion. So, you know, if I have one thing to tell pilots and aircraft owners, don't let your airplane sit fly the heck out of them because that damage right there was caused by the previous owners not flying in it frequently enough. Mm-hmm. So get out there, fly them once a week, keep that oil fresh on those moving parts, and it'll save you a lot of time and frustration. Well, I, I'm sure that is correct. You just got to come up with a unique way to use those. A paperweight doesn't count. You could use anything yeah, who, as a paperweight. I mean, come on. Who uses paper anymore, right? Well, true. <laughs> you got to come up with some other repurpose for those uh, those, those things. I don't know, but, uh, you, you know, like I said, if you have a suggestion, feel free to share it with us here at just plain radio. So what, what is next other than uh, getting your picture taken with your new engine from Pinnacle aircraft engines there in your hangar? Uh, I mean, what, you know, and you're going to film the process of putting it back in your aircraft. You haven't started that process just yet though, right? No, all we've done so far was uh, opened up the crate and took the uh, plastic uh, bag that he had, you know, secured around to keep the dust and dirt off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of disappointed there wasn't not like a big fancy red bow or something. Would have been really kind of funny to open that up. But what, know, like a big red fine. ribbon yeah, or something, a big Christmas ribbon or something on it would have been kind of funny, you know, to see that when you open the crate. But, well, that's true. Uh, yeah, you know, we we cut the zip tie off, opened it up, and and just you know took out to take a look at the completed handiwork, and you know it just looks so nice with that paint that matches the airplane and all the new baffling was redone all the new silicone gaskets where they meet the cowl so you know it's nice to look at all that um i've got a couple little uh side projects that i was working on with the airplane while it was down um one of which was uh doing some touch-ups on the paint on the cowl mm-hmm. um, so i gotta go take that over to a body shop uh, in the next couple of days here and just have them you know see what it's going to cost to spray paint that yeah uh, we we uh, redid the glare shield on the airplane because it had a just from age and you know use coming in and out over time it's just gotten a few cracks and things like that it wasn't looking right so cleaned then fixed that up and now have it uh covered with a vinyl leather looking wrap so it looks really nice with stitching across the front things like that so mm-hmm. we'll get a little bit of that done but but really the biggest project right now is to start getting that engine assembled getting right. all the parts and getting everything uh you know, all the new motor mounts on it so we can get it into that cradle and then get the cradle attached to the airplane and start going from there. Um, so you already have a, a cradle to move it from the box into the aircraft? Yeah, what? we have a, one of those little um, engine hoist type cranes. Yeah. Uh, so we have that to be able to lift it out. And, and our, our goal here is to get it up into the air and attach it to the, uh, the tubular motor mount. Mm-hmm. And then from there, attach the the engine and mount assembly to the airplane. Uh, that'll make it a lot easier to get those bolts in and out instead of trying to put the metal tubing on the plane and try to get the uh, engine into the cradle and then trying to work around the tight tolerances and stuff there. So, yeah. But I want to get as much of it as I can done. Um, still need to find uh, a mechanic or two that uh, are, would be willing to come out here to the air park and help us out. Uh, we had a, had a mechanic all lined up and unfortunately, uh, he passed away. So oh. kind of uh, unfortunate for us mm-hmm. uh, and everybody else, but Hey, you know, that's life and we move on and we'll figure it out. Uh, 
Okay. So, well, you've got a plan B and C and D, and you're just kind of working through those right now. And if any listeners uh, want to come out and hang out here at Fort Myers and have an A&P and an IA uh, rating on their certificates, I'm more than happy to buy food and beverages and, uh, you know, even some money per hour to come on out here. Well, you know, next week, Florida stone crab season opens up again. You know that, right? Well, right. And, uh, you know, let's get this thing assembled and we'll go make the first run down there. I got to run 75% power for an hour. That should pretty much take us to Everglades City. Well, you might used to, you know, might have to play that card for a potential mechanic to come down and visit you and say, hey, it's stone crab season. While you're here, we might have to pick up a few claws, uh, you know, and take a take a food break in between all this stuff. But it's going to be a big project. Uh, I know you're looking forward to it. Once you really get hot and heavy into this thing. How long do you think it's going to take you to install this? You figure it'll take over a few days or a few weeks. What are you, what are you thinking? Realistically, a few days. I mean, if I was to have it in a shop somewhere where they had, you know, a bunch, a couple of mechanics and, you know, in their shop, it shouldn't take more than probably two days to do a remove and replace of an engine. It's, it's actually pretty straightforward. Um, You know, the challenge here is that we don't have a mechanic in a shop. So you're working out of my my hangar slash garage right uh, in, so in between youtube videos mobile right, right. <laughs> exactly so well, this, it, this it, weekend we were out flying with the neighbors and we stopped at uh, river ranch in central florida and on their ramp there was a mechanic replacing a cylinder on a cherokee six and so i introduced myself to see if he was a mobile mechanic and interested in coming a little bit farther south mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately he was a mechanic out of an engine shop in miami and uh, probably wasn't he didn't sound too interested in coming over to fort myers and helping to hang an engine well but, did you, you know, play I, I the uh, did you play the florida stone crab claw card i didn't you should have see that's why I'm here, to just help every now and then with uh, some negotiating techniques for Captain Dennis. Hey, look, uh, we got Tom, Captain Tom from Velocity Aircraft, going to join us next. Stick around. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. 
Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Flying is the worst one because people come back from flights and they tell you their story. And it's like a horror story. They act like their flight was like a cattle car in the 40s in Germany. That's how bad they make it sound. Right. They're like, it was the worst day of my life. First of all, we didn't board for 20 minutes. And then we get on the plane and they made us sit there on the runway for 40 minutes. Oh, really? What happened next? Did you fly through the air incredibly like a bird? Did you partake in the miracle of human flight, you non-contributing zero? That you got to fly? You're flying! It's amazing! This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That is me, along with Captain Dennis. We have uh, added uh, another passenger, or actually, probably another co-pilot, to the crew. Tom from Velocity Aircraft is with us right now. It's been a while. Tom, welcome. How are you, buddy? I'm doing terrific. Good. Good, good, good. We got to, you know, check in with you, find out what you've been up to. You've been traveling around the U.S. and all that kind of stuff. Um, it actually has a new microphone. He's all excited about that, and, and we're going to. Yeah, it's my Yeti special. Yes, he he's got a, a real fancy microphone now. He he's he's becoming more and more professional. Or or oh. we brought him down to our level. You could look at it either way. But uh, but before we get to that, uh, I know Dennis wants to know if you know any mechanics that are available. You have any in your back pocket you can share? Or man, there? I wish I wish we did. I mean, we're <laughs> we're uh, we're short of a couple. Of- uh, A&P mechanics ourselves yeah. down at Velocity. We could use more at uh, my hometown airport. I mean, if you want anything done, you can't get any of a mechanic. Yeah, we can see it in the middle of November or right around Christmas. But uh, matter of fact, I just heard a commercial on, on the radio the other day in Lakeland, Florida. They're, they're paying up to $6,000 towards your tuition to become an A&P. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And All right. place, I mean, there's a, there's a shortage of those guys big time. Okay. I mean, well, yeah. then you're no help is what you're trying to say. Yeah, no help at all. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, Dennis, yeah, I tried. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, and I'm too old to go back to school for A&P mechanic at this point in my stage of life. So, Well, but, okay. Fair yeah. enough. All right. Well, uh, you'll find someone, though, right, Dennis? I hope. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. we'll be able to do majority of the work ourselves, um, you know, and then it's just going to be a matter of, you know, calling in a favor. There's there's a bunch of people here in the air park. In fact, I, I still need to reach out to the guy that helped us with the original diagnosis. And, uh, you know, if I get really desperate, and, and actually, this is probably one of my first, it's not that I'm going to get desperate, but uh, JD actually went out of his way and said, if you can't find somebody, I will come down. It gives me an excuse to come down to Florida. 
But I know if I take him away from his shop, that means somebody else is going to be waiting a couple more days on their engine too. So it's kind of my last resort, but I'm not going to be afraid to pull that card if I well, need to. We will see how it progresses and cover it accordingly here on uh, Just Plane Radio because he's got to get his airplane back in the sky uh, so he it's can fly. Been too long. That's right. You got. He's got to fly up here to Orlando, pick me up, and then head down to uh, see uh, see Tom at Velocity. We still got a a plan to to meet up and go fly some of those aircraft, right, Tom? Absolutely. We're looking forward to it. Okay. Well, there, or he's going to make sure he's out of town. Uh, when we want to <laughs> arrive, because you actually, you haven't been doing much flying lately. You've been doing uh, some driving. You picked up a new RV. Is that what I hear? Yeah, I picked up, uh, you know, after traveling for almost three months around uh, Minnesota and Duluth and Wisconsin, Oshkosh, uh, uh, my wife and my, my dog, Piper, decided we needed a bigger RV. So yeah. we moved up from the uh, 25 footer to the 40 footer super Whoa. C. Uh, well, that's not an yeah. RV. That's a that's a motor coach, isn't it? Oh, it's it's a freaking land yacht. <laughs> I think it's, well, it's a semi truck with an RV on the back, isn't it? Exactly. It's yeah. It's a it's got a big old uh, you know Cummins diesel in there, same as the eighteen wheelers. It's got the big uh, truck frame and chassis under that thing, and wow, you know, I could I could tow twenty thousand pounds with it. And the thing is, it's a monster. I bet it is. Is this a brand new thing, or you found found a good deal on a used one, or what? Oh yeah, I found a, a one. It's, it's five years old. But the thing about the Dynamax is that the brand that I got it, they haven't changed. If you get one from 2010 to 2022, you know it all looks like the 18 wheelers that you see going down the highway. Right. So it's 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 the same. Uh, you know, it looks like a Peterbilt or a Cummins or the Dynamax or. Uh, uh, yeah, they all look the same. So, which, yeah. so it's kind of it's never going to look up obsolescence. It's so not going to be. This is really Captain Captain Tom's uh, tour bus. Sounds like to me. That's what really what it is. It's one of those big, massive motor coach type deals, right? Well, you know, for for when Sun and Fun comes up in Oshkosh, and uh, actually, uh, just yesterday, I was over at the kind of related story. I was over at the dive shop and seeing what kind of compressor I could put in there so I could fill my own dive tanks up when we head down to the keys. So, so that's part that's, that's part of the plan. So, okay. All right. Yeah. And this yeah, get so, all this gets like what, one mile per gallon? All right. Do you even look or bother? <laughs> no, no, nah, actually gets about ten miles at a gallon. So, okay. Well, you know, for a hundred gallon crazy. tank, I can go with, I can go a thousand miles uh nonstop. So yeah, it's, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm kind of excited about it. Oh, I so. bet. I mean, and it's yeah. one of those like you press a button and it expands out twice as wide and the whole it thing. It does. Yeah, yeah. I got all these pop outs that pop out on both sides. You push a button and the automatic leveler comes down and the whole thing dances around like uh, wow. up and down. And uh, uh, it's got a big gourmet kitchen in there. It's got oh, a full size refrigerator. It's got two ice makers in there for you know for your margarita. Mamsher margarita, so we'll be all set. <laughs> yeah, so I love it. We're getting all set. We're getting spooled up for 2022. Exactly. I mean, yeah. is that the next big uh, plan is uh, to de- debut this at Sun and Fun or in well, Lakeland or sooner? Maybe. We'll have to see. I I just signed up yesterday for RV technical school out in Athens, Texas. It's an eight-week course Wow. where you can actually uh, learn everything about RVs, and you can actually do like a pre-buy on them. You can become... Uh, you know, certified, so I can go out there and like somebody does a pre-buy. Yeah, they're calling you now. They want they want to know uh, if you're ready to go. Sounds well, like we to need me. as many RV mechanics as airplane mechanics. Yeah, apparently. They do and, and they, apparently they pay as much. But you know, like I try to get a pre-buy on my 
on my bus that I just got, the guy says, I can't get to you until probably Thanksgiving. Hmm. So there's such a shortage of, of, of good mechanics. And so if my mechanical background, I'm going to go to school for eight weeks and you learn everything from, you know, inverters and solar systems. And How to pump outs. the poo out of the yep, yard. Yep, yeah, exactly. With the macerators. Yes. Yeah. And everything you can learn about it. So <laughs> I'm kind of looking forward uh, to going back to school for, for two months and I'll, I'll go out there, live out in Texas. I'll bring my dog Piper with me and the wife will fly out on weekends to see me. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so it's kind of a new ever in my life. I, another, you know, another project. Uh, you know, yes, the, you know, kind of an offshoot uh, flying the aircraft. You know, you got to do this because you want to be uh, living in style when you're at the air shows. Uh, I do. Yeah. Plus, you know, I, I've been over top of the United States probably about 500 times at 35,000 feet or higher. So now I'm going to see it at, at, at sea level or, or you know, at 5,000 feet over to Denver, wherever I'm at. But see it from the different perspective. Okay. Yeah. You got to mix it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little bit, yeah, spice of life. There you go. Exactly. exactly. Uh, having fun in the air and uh, when you're not. I mean, he's living the life. He's the kind of aviation friend you want to have. If you know someone like him at the air shows, trust me, makes a mean margarita to boot. All right, more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up. You want to hit back? We're going to have to wingsuit in. It's the only way to get close. I can't promise anyone a ride home, but if you're with me, the world needs you now. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Law, Captain Dennis. And uh, Tom, Captain Tom from Velocity Aircraft with us to help out today, too. We appreciate him uh, participating in the big show. All right, so we do try to navigate the latest aviation news and information. We're going to attempt to do just that right now. I got this press release that I, I don't know if, if you saw Dennis and Tom, but this is from Sirius XM, big fan of the service. And uh, they put out a press release that said, with every new purchase of a Hundjet, you're going to get three months of Sirius XM aviation weather information and entertainment with the purchase. And I was like, Three months. 
of Sirius XM service. Look, that is awesome. But is that really going to, you know, knock someone off the fence to purchase one of these Honda jets if they <laughs> three months of uh, free service with Sirius XM? I, I, I don't know because the price tag of one of these things, isn't it like minimum of 50 mil or some crazy? Oh, no, the Honda is, jet's not that much. How I, much I, is it? Honda, it's in the tens of millions. Oh, well, Honda in that jet, case, it's a bargain. Right, exactly. But uh, I don't know. I just thought. Three months free Sirius XM with the purchase of a new Honda jet. Hey, that's a win. But yeah, uh, I you just, know, you buy I, a four and a half million dollar jet, you get three three months of service. That's maybe a hundred bucks for free. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's typically you got to pinch those pennies somewhere. I, I guess. I mean, that's typically what you get within like a new car purchase. But I just, you know, when I, when I saw that that I was like, I I don't know if this is really achieving the level of. Uh, marketing that they want to with this one but hey we're talking about it so god bless them right it worked that much <laughs> just me what do you think tom well i you can order a new uh ford or chevy and you get 12 months of oh, well, okay so, see i didn't uh, know but uh, tom that's only the entertainment package that's, that's right just you don't the get the air the that's weather not the in-flight weather information so mm-hmm. you know that's Oh, yeah, had yeah, this stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sign me up for that deal. I'm I ready. mean, you know, if you got to buy a new Honda Jet to get the three months, I would expect, you know, representatives from Sirius XM to come to your door and actually entertain you in person for three months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, I, I digress. Just me. God bless him. I just thought I just found it uh, slightly humorous. Well, you, uh, you want real, Howard Stern to come and hand deliver you your uh, sign-up package? Well, that it? that that would be a start. Sure, that would you know that'd be a little extra bonus. You know, kick it up a notch, guys. I don't know. Well, but, hey, uh, you know they got some competition because uh, you know, if you get a Vision Jet from Cirrus, you get the XM radio and the full package for one full year. What? Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the new Vision Jet's coming with the uh, in-flight Wi-Fi now too. Yeah. So you know we're gonna have to. Let the pit the you know who's got the better deals here. Well, I, you know if you're making your purchase uh, on those type of <laughs> decisions, you know, and those type of three freebies that you get with the purchase, yeah, I, I, I don't know, but I have a feeling that's uh, not real high up on the list when you're looking to make a purchase like that. But hey, you know, uh, God bless them for trying. All right, some uh, some other news, uh, our buddy. You know, or, or someone who's, I mean, who doesn't like Captain Kirk? I mean, come on, right? You like him. You're a big fan. You're a Trekkie, right, Dennis? Oh, yeah. I've watched every every Star Trek episode from the original series through Next Generation and whatnot. But, yes, Captain Kirk, quite famous. Uh, also, probably more commonly known as the Priceline guy. Well, there's you know, that. Yeah, William yeah, Shatner. And, and T.J. Hooker, if you mm-hmm. remember those, the 80s or 90s series, whatever that was. Right. Yeah, he he's quite a character. He he's he's very funny actually, too. Actually, remember he put out a, a song he tried to sing one time. Oh yeah, he has several albums out that yeah, are yeah. Uh, Mr. Tambourine Man, probably my famous yeah. Fa- yeah. favorite. Uh, but yeah, he's he, he has many. Uh, he's multifaceted <laughs> as an entertainer. He's not just Captain Kirk, but God bless him. He's like uh, pushing ninety, I guess, or he's in his eighties, I think now. Right? Is that what it is? I- I think he is, you know, if he's not 90, he's going to turn it very soon. And, um, and they're going to jettison him off to space. Uh, he, he has uh, well, made the announcement. Jettison. They're going to send him into space on a 
Blue Origin Rocket. And which one is that? That's is that That's Bezos? The Amazon Jeff Bezos, yeah. Yeah. So he, he's going to be on that uh, ship. When? Do, when do we know? Do they got the launch date already planned? They probably they haven't. Do. Uh, I don't believe they've got the date set yet. Yeah. Uh, but he is confirmed to be on the crew. And when they do launch him into space, he will be the oldest person to actually fly into space. Um, on the previous flight, they had Wally Funk, who was one of the uh, female astronauts that had gone through with the Mercury program. Yeah. Um, and up uh, up until he flies, she's the oldest uh, to have flown into space. Aha. So uh, the whole goal of this is is probably has to do a little bit with marketing, so they can get that it's that quote PR. from uh, Mr. Shatner when he's up there in the or- Blue Origin, and he says, "I am boldly going where no Captain man has log. gone before." <laughs> exactly, they're going to get all that. Oh, you know he's going to do that. Of course, they have, yes, it has to oh, be yeah. part of. The, that's probably why he's getting a seat on the on the thing. I'm sure. Is he know? is actually is he paying for it or is he? Uh, uh, oh no! Uh, Blue Origin is sending him on that one on oh, on their cool. dime. I'm positive. Yeah, but uh, but I hear that if you purchase one of the seats on that, you get three free months of Sirius XM service. <laughs> I'm just and, I, I'm, I'm just and guessing. Amazon, and Amazon Prime. Well, exactly right. You get yeah. that for three months, yep. maybe. Yeah, but yeah, because the the seats on this thing are going to be pretty uh, crazy initially. I don't know, have you even heard what the latest number is or no? I think it, well, what was it? The Virgin Galactic is advertising at over a quarter million yeah, per seat. Right. So it's probably pretty dong gung close uh, to that. If not, you know, who knows? Maybe they're going to bring it down, but it's still a little bit out of my price range. You know, I, and I don't have the, I don't know, the panache of uh, Captain Kirk to get a freebie. I'd I'd be willing to negotiate, throw in like a just plain radio hat and t shirt for a seat. I've got you know, some stickers and, left from. Yeah, Oshkosh. that's right. Come on, uh, Jeff, you listening? Let's go. Good lord, let's go. I, I would take that seat in a heartbeat. Would you? You would do that, right, Dennis? You bet I would. I'd be there with bells on. You know. Yeah. So uh, you know, God bless Captain Kirk for uh, doing this. This will be kind of cool, and uh, you know, it's great marketing any way you look at it. So. We will see how it unfolds, but that was the, the one of the the big stories of the past week. And then we got this other one uh, from Delta, and you know, I I, I don't know what I, I I'm a little conflicted on this one. I got to say, but uh, they've they've created their no fly list. All the only airlines have these, I guess. Uh, like if you've acted up on an aircraft uh, carrier, commercial liner, you know, you see it all over the news. The the you know the the incidents are up. The YouTube videos are out there. People are acting up in ways they shouldn't, and I totally agree that they need to get that under control. But Delta's thing about this is you know they're kind of creating a blacklist or something that they want to share across the board. Is that right, Dennis? Yeah, they think that uh, there should be a nationwide blacklist because right now, if you punch a flight attendant and Delta bans you, well, that's fine. I'll just go fly United American or any of the others. So, what's the real, you know, risk penalty? Yeah, yeah. There, there's really no loss there. But if you suddenly weren't able to fly on any carrier because you've proven yourself to not be able to conduct yourself appropriately in public, 
then maybe people would think twice about uh, lashing out against the flight crews and, you know, fighting the mask and stuff like that. It's like, look, these people have a lot of work to do. I'm sure, Tom, I'm sure your wife is uh, doesn't want to have to sit there and tell people to put their masks back on. And, you know, she's got other things that she's supposed to be doing on that flight, like trying to keep you safe. So, right. You know. That's the last thing you want to have to be dealing with uh, if you're a flight attendant. I have no doubt about that. But uh, we'll dive a little deeper into this issue because there's some uh, the other side of it is what has me concerned. And we'll address it next on Just Plain Radio. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. How do they get all that metal up in the air? It makes no sense. It also doesn't make any sense how much you're sweating. Ha! He thinks we're all going to die. This guy. If the plane doesn't kill you, I will. Looks like it's time for someone to take their sleepy pill. You're going to be okay. You got to fly, got to fly away. No need to be This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Laura, Captain Dennis. And from Velocity Aircraft, we also have Captain Tom helping us out today. Okay, so this, this issue that Delta put out, a you know, they want to create a, a list of not just people that can't fly on Delta, but they want to share it with the entire industry. And uh, if you get on this list for, you know, abusing a flight attendant or getting in a fight or all that kind of stuff, you know, all the stuff we see on the news, there's definitely been an uptick in uh, frustrations of passengers and then they act out in ways they should not. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I They need to be arrested, taken care of, taken off the plane, whatever you got to do with them. But uh, is it going a little too far with uh, Delta creating a list of saying, look, look, you can't just fly uh, on our airline anymore. You've been banned for life, but on any airline, you know. And, and so, I, you know, I, I understand the concern. We got to figure out a way to clamp down on this this uh, anger issue that some passengers have uh, acted out on. I'm not a fan of that, and nobody would be in their right mind. I, I don't believe uh, that's that's a, you know pretty much a given kind of thing, but. I do have some concerns about them creating a blacklist for everyone. And then, you know, you do see these stories every once in a while where the passengers, you know, there's that video of the couple and the kid, like the two-year-old kid who uh, they didn't put a mask on the on the kid and they, the flight attendant got all bent out of shape and said, you got to get off the plane. And they didn't understand it. Neither did many of the other passengers. And, and was it an overzealous flight attendant? Ended up they... They actually took the flight attendant off the uh, plane and let the the couple and their kid back on and and uh, went on their way. But if they would have just left it the way it is, would that couple and the the kid been banned for life? I don't know. That's where you get it gets a little tricky there, doesn't it, uh, Dennis? I, what do you think? Well, if the FAA enforcement gets involved or the police get called, then I think that that's a pretty clear cut. You earned your spot on the ban list, but right. there probably also needs to be some processes in place for an appeal because if you get banned on Delta because you annoyed them mm-hmm. and maybe whatever you did 
wasn't really against the rules for United or maybe Frontier, or maybe it's been 20 years and you've matured and uh, gotten therapy. Yeah. You know, maybe there needs to be some sort of an appeal process, you know, instead of just a perpetual ban. But, but I think that the consequences need to be a lot higher for people because clearly the FAA's fines and doubling of the fines doesn't seem to be doing much for people. Right. Uh, well, anybody sorry, crazy I enough. Want to get on the plane and go. Yeah. And it, I don't but, want to deal with it. Right. Yeah, but, but anyone uh, crazy enough to act out like that, there's something wrong uh, with them, if you ask me. <laughs> there might be a deeper issue. I mean, that's just not common behavior of most human beings to, you know, start a fight or anything like that. And like you said, if law enforcement gets involved, I mean, I, I don't know if the airline needs to do anything as much as, you know, hey, prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law, put them in jail. That should be enough incentive for people not to act out like that. If you ask me, now maybe I'm missing something. I, I don't know, but, Tom, what do you think? You, you're oh, kind of <laughs> from that world as a commercial aircraft, uh, you know, retired pilot. I mean, uh, do you feel the same way, or do you think uh, Delta's acting accordingly? I think Delta's acting accordingly, and yeah. all the major airlines. But you're getting back to your talk about the flight attendant. You know, my wife's a flight attendant. Right. Uh, and with that, from two years old and older, you have to wear a mask. It's not the airline. It's the FAA and TSA. Uh, they're the ones that are enforcing it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if you're not enforcing it and somebody on board reports you, you as a flight attendant are fired. You, you don't mm-hmm. even have a there's no repeal on it. Your union can't protect you. If you don't enforce it and somebody sees it, uh, you're fired. So yeah. that's why the flight attendants are so adamant about it, uh, making sure they wear the mask. It's, it literally is their job. Right. Well, it's unfortunate they're put in that position of having to enforce this kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, in, in that sense. I mean, it's one thing, you know, uh, yeah, well, and it, you know, I don't know. I, it, this is a tough issue. It just just another reason to fly general aviation <laughs> and just avoid it altogether, I guess. You know, but I, I do have concerns about them creating a list. And like I said, maybe with an appeals process, uh, there's ways to do it. But you know, when people act up, and I, I totally defend uh, flight attendants too. They shouldn't have to deal with this mess. This is insanity. I know it has to be very, very tough, but I just wonder, you know, is there another way to kind of take them out of the equation so much as as, as opposed to turning them into the enforcers? You know what I mean? Uh, but I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see how this, this plays out. Maybe once this COVID stuff loosens up a little bit more, it'll, you know, one of the theories is the anger will uh, subside. A certain extent. Do you feel that way, Tom? You think that's going to happen? You think that's what we, why we see all these this uptick in violence on an aircraft, commercial aircraft? Yeah, people want to get they want to get on vacation. To get they want to leave the mess behind. And when they when they leave their house, and uh, especially in the Northeast or the yeah. Western part of the United States, where they're they're all going crazy with the mask. People want to get on an airplane and just go. And then, uh, you know, like I said, I can speak from from my wife's perspective. I mean. At least a hundred to two hundred times a day, with how many flights she does, she got to tell the people to put their mask on, put their mask yeah. on, right. and it, it, it gets tiring. Oh, after I'm a sure. while. She, she comes home is exhausted. Everybody gives her an attitude, and they take it out on a flight attendant. They're they're just enforcing the rules. They're not the bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to. I mean, it's a it's a hard job now for the flight attendants. I've I, you know in thirty five years uh, with my wife being a flight attendant, I, she's never come home just exhausted and and so uh you know not angry but just 
having to enforce it over and over again. I mean, she comes home and she's just wiped out from telling people, you know, being an enforcer and being a bad guy in the public right. size. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, once again, I don't believe flight attendants are the bad guys. Don't get me wrong. I want, I don't, I want to be very clear about that. I just, I, you got to figure out some balance there somewhere, I, I guess, but I, well, time will tell, I guess. Right, Dennis, you think? I'm hoping that this will all end come January. The mask mandate will go away and we can stop talking about it. But, you know, uh, in the meantime, you know, the rules, you know, the condition that when you signed up and got your, you know, got your boarding pass, they reminded you that you agree to wear a mask. So why be an adult here? You don't need to have somebody reminding you this isn't grade school. Yeah. Well, and, and God forbid, don't act up. You know, like, like you got to say that. That's the sad part about it. Just a few people, you know, go over over the deep end and and make uh, these problems uh, ten times worse. So we'll see what happens. But once again, you want to avoid all of it. Just fly general aviation. It, it just becomes more and more attractive over time. Uh, despite, well, I don't know. The, here's another story. I guess we can wrap it up uh, the show with today that kind of illustrates it once again. Now, this was uh, United. Is that right? Dennis? Yeah, it was a United 737-900, so one of the bigger 737s. And uh, it was a charter flight with an athletic team. I think it was a basketball team or something in there. But uh, yeah, apparently, well, Tom, you you explained it really well that the the captain had just gotten his paycheck and must have walked to the back of the airplane or something like that because (laughs) the airplane wound up doing a tail stand on the ramp. So That's exactly right. (laughs) A tail stand? So what, yeah. what it when it took off it went straight up nose no, top. No, it what? was parked on the ramp, and they were taking baggage and pass the passengers had gotten off, and ah. apparently the airplane tipped and was nose high in the air on the ground, and t- and the the tail actually did strike the uh, the ramp. Oh wow! And it was stuck there in that position. So, so uh, so basically, uh, you know, because of the all the lockdowns and people not being able to go out and exercise, they had a little too much junk in the trunk of this particular aircraft, and and it uh, did this thing. Yeah, or, it's something along that line. Either that, or they took all the weight out of the nose and didn't realize they had a bunch of cargo still in the tail or something. But right, you know, it, obviously an operational error. Uh, fortunately, nobody was hurt, but it, that had to be a very uncomfortable and very expensive teeter totter. Yeah, what if the uh, co-pilot uh, went back to the captain and say, uh, uh, "Sir, I would recommend Nutrisystem." Uh, you think something like that happened, Tom? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he would know. He's a retired yeah, yeah, one, that's but a, that's a solid. Not if he wanted to keep his job. Got that's it. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time. Remember, there is no better high. Than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) 
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.